Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Legit Batters, we don't really do ads, but if you feel the need to support our dumb show, you can subscribe on Rockfin for all of our shows, plus bonus member shows, or on Patreon for audio versions. Oh my god, the sound so scripted, it's terrible. No, read it like that the whole time. No, I can't. Yes, do it. Okay, or click on the affiliate link in the notes to support <laughs> awesome companies. I don't know who wrote these notes. Oh, yeah, me. If you don't feel like s- sending bullshit fiat currency to us, just share the show with a friend. Or give us a rating or review. You know, standard podcast shit. Actually, that could be said without the radio voice. Oh. Well, maybe I'll put in a fart noise. <laughs> but we also accept sweet nothings in the form of DMs or emails. Seriously. That's actually more appreciated. We don't need your money. We just want loves. We don't need your money. It'd be cool. But, I mean, if you don't want to buy us a beer, that's fine. You can just uh, say, hey, you guys are awesome. Or say, you guys suck. Those are funny, too. No, it's like hanging out. When you go out and hang out with your friends at a show, just say you're at a concert, would you be more excited that they were there and that you got to spend time with them or if they bought you a beer? I guess it would depend on your alcohol dependency levels, but yeah, we don't have that. We are just no. excited to be hanging out with you guys. That's it. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show and uh, support however you fucking want. Thank you. I love Leo. I like sucking. for that abrupt stop all the time. I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> At least you didn't do a fart in the intro. Oh, hang on. There we go. There you go. How's wow. it going? It's legit bat. I'm Joe. This is Jen. Ben made it today. Yay. <laughs> oh, he's lagging, so he's just going to do a t- hat tip. And we got Jaren Jaren from Jarenism today. Uh, happy 420, everybody. Grab a, a doobie or a drink or whatever your pleasure and come hang out for a bit. I know I'll be doing that from time to time. But Jaron, how's it going, buddy? Good to see you. Excellent. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, tell our listeners where they can find you and what your whole show is about and what you do over there. Well, first, you have to tell me what legit bat is because is there non-legit bats or? Yes, those are the small ones. So it came from a workaholics uh-huh. joke about uh, his dad's dick. 
and we've this is kind of the abridged version but uh it ended up being a kind of an inside joke about like somebody whoever said the wittiest thing of the night so we actually do have a physical louisville slugger that says legit on it. nice yeah so it ended up just being a whole thing and then it stuck and now we're stuck with it so that's just what I get it, it is i've heard magic stick before i've heard you know telephone pole and tree trunk but i've never heard legit bat so it's i'm glad <laughs> to add that to my vocabulary thank you anytime and uh as far as my show i'm on rockfin as well you can find me at jaronism uh on rockfin also on youtube still but uh i'm kind of shadow banned so i you know, uh, do some of the shows there, like the first parts, and then we go over to Rockfin, and uh, I also do some crypto stuff. That's basically it. Oh, yeah. So what have you been uh, talking about on your show lately, this, like current events or what? Because we yeah. just kind of get on and talk about whatever, so I don't really have a goal or a plan like usual. So what have you been talking about lately? <laughs> we do the same thing. Uh, on my Friday show, I usually come up with some sort of topic that I kind of uh, highlight and then um, Thursdays we have a show we do called the Baby Truther Show where we uh, lately have been interviewing somebody and just trying to see different beliefs on things because it's kind of funny in the truth community and a lot of people have different beliefs and they get very upset at each other. It's like relax, we can all you know we have open minds. You should be allowed to believe different things. So it's kind of meant to show people we can have different beliefs. Some people believe Kennedy didn't die. Some people believe he did die. Some people believe he's a good guy. Some guys believe he's a bad guy. You just kind of have to. Uh, roll with the punches and just appreciate that we're able to listen to people with true opinions, which is getting very rare today because most, you know, everybody on TV is being fed what to say and uh, how to say it and what to believe. And the news is telling people what to believe. So few and far between those of us who are able to come on here and actually uh, just give our real opinions. Yeah. I call it entertaining ideas without actually accepting any of them at all or right. Like what people like to call cherry picking is uh, gathering things from different sources that maybe agree and then, you know, kind of putting it together. But I always try to tell people our show is not about coming on and trying to school you on anything or I don't even like the whole truth or label. It's more ours, at least, is more of an entertainment show. It's just like uh, somebody called it conspiratainment the other day. It's more like, yeah, we get on, talk about weird shit, but we're not really taking it that seriously. Some shit is serious, but I mean, I'm still going to play farts in between. I think it's important, though, too, to like you were saying, Jaren, to be able to get on and talk about different topics and just see where people are at with it. That's what we do as well. And that's important, especially in this community, because if we're going so far away from the mainstream media as to say, we literally don't believe anything you say, then it becomes, you have to get to a point where, okay, what is happening? And you can't just decide right away. You have to ask other people who maybe have different ideas. You can tell what's a lie, but what's really the truth? And it's hard because people just bind to what they believe so hard, even in this community. It makes it really difficult. Which is the opposite of being open-minded as well, which yeah. is strange. Which is strange, right? When I first got here, which was, you know, 2015 or so, um, it was like that. It seemed like that. Maybe I was just naive. And then maybe 2017-ish, something like that. Then it just seemed like whether it's egos or uh, it's like everybody you know, has to believe what I believe or else you, you're a shill or you're a disinformation agent, which is just ridiculous because you should recognize that we believe things different today than we did a year ago and a different than the year before that and different than the year. So everybody I'm talking to is at a different place in their truth journey. And uh, I also hate the, the moniker uh, truther now. I don't like that either. Yeah, I, I choose to not really associate with that. I mean, I, we get called it all the time, but I'm like, you heard our show. We're not anything like it. There's plenty of serious shows out there. If you get, a, get some actual information like James Corbett or Charlie right. Robinson, or any of these, those guys are actually serious and they know what they're talking about. We do not. We came on here to drink and smoke and have fun. 
Pass, so, yeah, pass. It, it drives me nuts. And that, that whole, uh, yeah, you don't believe what I believe. So therefore you're a shill. Right? I don't even, I can't even process that anymore. Like the, the newest thing with the snake venom. I, I love, I think it's crazy and wild, but who fucking knows? I mean, you have people for years, don't drink the tap water. There's fluoride, it's chlorine. There's, they're poisoning you in the water. Snake venom comes along. They're like, you're fucking crazy, you shill. We haven't really even talked about it because I'm like, oh, I'm kind of over it. But did you have any talks with anybody about that? Yeah, I mean, it's been brought up. Um, and I, like you said, I'm one of the people that just plays the middle. I mean, I heard it. It wasn't compelling to me. Um, seemed to be definitely reaching. I thought I remember learning in the past that you can drink snake venom, that it's only because it gets injected into your bloodstream or something. Like you can drink a whole bunch of it and you're fine. So then I was like, well, that wouldn't do any good to put in the water. But anyway, I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I still want to hear things. And I never want to dis, dis, you know, dissuade somebody from research, right? So why would you, because that's how you discover new things. And when there's new things, they're always going to be different than what you currently believe. So if you believe one thing about uh, COVID and then uh, somebody comes along saying that, I just don't know why we have to jump down people's throats and call them shills or, or disinfo agents. But um, no, and I just, that's how I look at everything, right? Does it match my worldview? And I put the stuff that does in the truth column and I put the stuff that doesn't in like the, you know, the back office. And then sometimes down the road, you know, six months, a year later, you'll hear something and it will remind you of somebody who said, and you're like, Oh, I got to go back and watch that. Or, Oh, now that does make sense. So I think that all things have to be kind of, um, you know, weighed like that. You can't, it's, it'd be ridiculous to jump down somebody's throat the first time you hear something about anything, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, so I, I didn't put much stock in the snake venom thing either, but it was kind of one of those. Oh, that's interesting and weird. And I, I heard the dude, Doctor Artist or whatever his name come yeah. on. I think it was Crow, and he kind yeah. of went through how he came to that conclusion. And I'm like, I mean, it, a lot of that lines up, but it could be anything else. I just thought it was funny. Right. People were like, snake venom. They can't catch that many snakes to put in the water. It's like they synthesize shit. Like, come on, <laughs> that was yeah. not even a hard one. <laughs> I had some people giving a hard time too, and and I get it. And it's um there's a lot of disinfo in the truth age in the truth movement for sure. And um, that's why we just have to be really vigilant. I think I used to think, Oh, it came from a truther. It must be true. Truthers don't lie. This and that. But then I quickly realized that uh, they'll lie just as much as anybody else. So you just have to keep watching somebody. If they lie to you once or twice, I mean, that's when I kind of start drawing the line um, because if I can tell that they're lying, not if they made a mistake, so if artist makes a mistake, if he thinks that his research leads him to snake venom, then good for him. And he has every right to voice it. Um, and then people can go look into it and they can dig through these papers. And then somebody will be smart enough to say, no, it's not true for this reason or that. But I still, what do people want him just not to say anything, even if his research leads him to that? And I've just been somebody who's always been somebody who can speak out about things and not really give a shit, knowing that I'm going to get shit for it. I talk about population. I get shit for it. I talk about history. I talk about the year zero and, and things that I um, know are, are just not correct. And people get so upset. I mean, I made a video, Stonehenge is fake. People lose their mind. Um, but, you know, all I'm doing is just giving my opinion. And my opinion is simple. Like with Stonehenge, there's videos and pictures of them rebuilding it in 1950. So you can't, I was in school and they'd be like, we don't know how these blocks got up there. They could never, you know, and it's like, I've seen now pictures of cranes lifting the blocks up there. So now people say, but they were up there before and they'd fallen down and we had to put them back. Okay, well, why don't you teach that in school? Why do you make it seem like, why don't you say, oh, we don't know how they got up there originally. When we got there, they were on the ground and then we replaced them with, they just don't teach you anything like that. They just like to give this like folklore, just kind of, wow, so old, these stones that were stacked and we don't know how they were stacked. So I don't believe in much anymore, especially 
history nothing prior to 1900 really I mean, that's we've been talking about that a fuck ton lately especially ben that's ben's thing lately but it, yeah so that's what i when you see pictures like i'm not even discounting your uh what is it called i, I took a hit what is it called a stonehenge <laughs> uh, it's a when you see pictures like that how can, how much can you believe of pictures or history as well and it, we got to the same point where we're like i don't really believe anything anymore so then you're just left to kind of parse through every bit of new information you get and i, I don't want to be the guy that's like that's fake everything's fake you know i mean obviously some things are real but it's so hard to distinguish yeah. well being able to hear I mean, somebody talk about something with an open mind and then either telling them they're wrong or deciding they're wrong or whatever that's also kind of the scientific method you know peer-reviewed type shit sorry ben i cut you off i know you're, i know you're laggy go ahead no no no. you're fine i was gonna say that's like the best and scariest place to be is when your soul falls out of your asshole because you've heard so many things with uh evidence support that you finally get to a point where you're not believing all the stuff that has changed your mind but you're also not believing the narrative anymore you're just right there in the middle going fuck, I don't know anything. I don't know shit. And then when you get to that point, that means that everything that you thought you knew comes into a different perspective. And anything that you learn after that is taken with a different perspective because there's this whole backwards, like you said, history that really, if you think about it, we don't fucking know anything about. I mean, there's a reason why the common quote is history is written by the victor. You know, like, you don't we don't know we weren't there and we all know that history books lie it we, wasn't it wouldn't matter for they right like look, fuck. At, look at the uh, covid yeah. we're here for covid and they're lying about it the whole time so and, and you know that when all of us are dead whatever the history books say 40 years from now 50 60 70 years from now about the great pandemic of 2020 is probably going to be completely different than how it happened which is also a complete lie for what actually happened at the time it happened <laughs> yeah it makes it uh tough to navigate and so all i can do is just worry about myself right and what i present try mm -hmm. and have good enough evidence for that and why i believe it and then the things that i don't have good enough evidence for i don't talk about that's why i don't i hate people call everybody shills such a joke because i don't call anybody a shill because i don't know number one and number two, if I'm wrong, then what does that person think about me? If I came on here and was like, Joe, you're a shill, and you know you're not, you immediately have to think I'm a piece of garbage. Like, well, who is this guy? What is he saying? And there's been so many people that have called me that for various reasons, you name it. And it's like, all right, well, just so you know, now you have completely discounted yourself and as your research. And it even calls into question some things that maybe I learned from that person, right? Maybe I believed because I thought they did good research. Now they're saying I'm a shill. You're like, well, now I got to call that into question, too. So um, it's it's pretty sad when you got these people that want to talk about people rather than uh, events and what's going on and things that we can um, at least talk about. But you're right. You're never going to. I don't even know if you can find the truth. You know, let's say that yeah. let's say all of us took over the the whole earth tomorrow. They give us here's the keys. You got it. You're in charge. Uh, where are we going to go find the truth? I mean, we wouldn't. There isn't such thing, really. I mean, probably. Yeah, probably you're right. But I mean, you, you know, even if we opened a safe at the White House and in there, there was a, you know, spiral bound notebook that said the truth. And we started reading through its pages. We still couldn't even guarantee that that's the truth. So, well, and somebody would read it and say, what a shill, you know. So. Right. Who wrote this? You know, we don't know who wrote it. So it's not true. 
Um, you know, yeah, so it's 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 difficult, but I feel better now than I ever felt before believing in lies. So even though I was kind of you know asleep and just going through life and everything's fine, um, I would rather not know any truths. I'd rather get to the end of my life and everything I believed turns out to be false. However, if I came to the beliefs myself, I'm happier with that than being told. There's no way the purpose of life is to be told everything. This yeah. in that chair, we're going to give you all the truth. You read this book, regurgitate the truth. And then anything that's ever going to come along that you need to know, somebody else will tell you, which is basically what most people think life is. Yeah. yeah. I'm starting to think the purpose of life is to try to figure out what the fuck this is and what we're... I don't want to get into flat earth tonight. That's been going on in our telegram all day, but I did. So since you brought up Stonehenge, have you looked into the pyramids at all? I know that's kind of a hack fucking thing to talk about, but since you brought up Stonehenge, you brought it, you brought this on yourself. Yeah. I certainly don't think they're the date that they say. And um, it does seem like could be one of two things. I think that they know where they came from, uh, but they're probably recent and whether or not they were built by like giants or something. I don't know about that. Or they could just be like carved out of some sort of uh, stone or something that rather than blocks that they kind of built, maybe carved it out, um, something like that. So I don't know about it. I mean, that's, uh, but I do know like the shafts that point to Polaris. Uh, they have, um, uh, they say that the shafts used to point towards the former uh, North Star, which is funny because it means that between 4,000 BC or whenever they say they were built, and now they're, they were pointed at nothing. So we just happen to live at the perfect time that they're pointed back at the North Star. And then uh, they won't be pointed at it again in a couple of years. So, so we're told or like in 70 years. Wow. Weird. Maybe that's because the uh, the poles will shift by then. I don't know. I think Polaris has pretty much been where it's at for a long time. And that's why they built it when it was pointed at Polaris. So I think that they're I think that all of well, that's tough to say this sect or this set of humans is very very recent in my mind um a couple hundred years at the most and then the previous civilizations i mean that's then you how can you even have evidence to talk about that but it looks like maybe the pyramids were built by a former um civilization but they could be also built just a couple hundred years ago and um by some sort of technology that we haven't rediscovered yet or who knows it's, uh, yeah, we like to talk about the, you said anything before the 1900s, and uh, Ben's day is what, 1890 or 1860, one of those two? Ooh, and he said hey. this set humans, so I like yeah. that. That's like where all this little like trial and error experiment. Anyway, right. Go, ben. Like the reset, you know, they, they seem to do uh, yeah. wipeouts. Oh, was I supposed to talk? Was he frozen? Oh, I thought you were frozen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just listening. I didn't know that was my cue. Um, yeah, just from other things that I've heard, whether it be uh, Corey Hughes or again, it's one of those things where I, I, I don't necessarily buy all of it. It's just very, very fun to at least entertain and imagine the idea that it could be possible. Um, the whole Tartaria mudslide idea, uh, global uh, wipeout. Um, the fact that it's more recent history that we do have more, uh, literature and things on uh, the way that everything went between roughly 1860, the orphan trains, the fact that all of them would be around adults when they made the summit in 1890, uh, the formation of uh, what is it, the uh, Zionist or whatever around that time. 
um, the fact that they started uh, or that they have admitted that it was also that year, I believe, um, where they switched from teaching flat earth to flip, uh, teaching the heliostic model. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I don't, don't know that all, all of those dots connect at all. But at this point, I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if everything we were taught was just it was completely the other direction. Because uh, it does seem like, uh, whether it be astrology or something of that nature, and, you know, like Joe and I were always raised that astrology is basically heathenistic um, in comparison to Christianity. And now there's been a lot more of those links, uh, whether it be Micah Dank's work or, you know, so on and so forth, where you start to realize that not only are they not polar opposites, but they're actually very, very joined. And uh, that to me screams uh, that there's way more discrepancies in history, which if you even just took out a few of them, there are dots to connect that at least make your mind go, hmm, I don't know. And if that's true, what else is? Well, that's why I like uh, what Jaron said about the this batch of humans, because we just talked about this recently, too, about the kind of what seems like was a great reset in the late 1800s, where you have all these cities that were built up for like millions of people, but you don't really see that many people in there or they're on dirt streets with horse drawn carts and they're but they have these crazy buildings. There's just some things that just don't fit together very well. And the orphan train thing is a big one because where they all come from? Why is there so many of them? And did they grow up to be our current ancestors? Like maybe they were just the newest Westworld batch, you know, and they had to maybe, fill them in. <laughs> maybe we're the first set of humans. And as you get closer and closer to finding out the truth, they throw the Tartaria shit at you. They're like, oh, okay, well, you're really close to finding out that you are just an experiment and you're the <laughs> Ones. there's no one before you but tartaria mud flood stuff that's for like the the special ops people who like get in and they're like okay all this shit's bullshit and they dive deep and find that right <laughs> to be yeah I, I don't know what to think about anything anymore like we talked about i think before the show it's just there's too much information out there too much misinformation and too many shills you know i mean so many shills well they put it um they they seem to put it out there now on purpose at least from what i've seen and i don't know who's doing it but it's like somebody's putting out fake posts on telegram and things like that and then they get shared 10,000 20,000 50,000 times and you're just kind of like oh man is it, we're we're up against the wall if, i mean it's already hard enough to point out their lies and to research that stuff let alone to have to research stuff coming from truthers you would expect the truther who posts it to f research it but I've seen so many things in this last year or even six months, even less than that, that just some story comes out and people share it and sh it gets shared like a ton. Or um, I'm trying to think of there's like a video the other day that came out with Vladimir Putin standing there. He's speaking in Russian, of course, and somebody put the subtitles on there and he's saying like, oh, all the leaders of the world want to uh, depopulate the earth. And, you know, that's the very first thing he said. I'm like, OK, this is bullshit. And yet it got shared like. 40,000 times. I was like, guys, how would you think that that wouldn't be the biggest news ever? That Vladimir Putin said that the leaders of the world are trying to depopulate the earth. Like, wouldn't you check that first to make sure before you just share? Like, oh, we got to share this. Look at Putin saying. It's like, yeah, but you're smarter than that. <laughs> Putin's not. He's one yeah. of them. He's a, he's a world, uh, um, world Economic Forum graduate, just like the rest of them. So it's just funny. I don't see a lot of discernment. Um, people love to be the first to share things. So, you know, oh, I got to share this. I got to share this. I just saw it. Um, and I'm never like that. I just want to at least take a little bit of time and 
figured out for myself, but it does make for a lot of work. And they make it very easy for the normies to just go to uh, Snopes and basically, nope, Snopes says it's not true. Snopes, because people today don't want to think. They don't want to think for themselves. They're actually deathly afraid of it. Yeah. Well, there's so many accounts that I've unfollowed for that same reason. They just, it, it's the most preposterous stuff, stuff that I'm like, I'll look into anything, but that's just ridiculous. Like the, I don't know what to think about this whole, all the celebrities in Hollywood are transvestites or can't trans, stand. They, yeah. It's the thing, like, dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It happens all the time. It's, it, it's a sign to me that the elite have done exactly what they wanted to do because now you've got guys that, I mean, I've heard people say Jessica Alba is a guy and Megan Fox, two of arguably the best looking women in the world at that time. And so now you've given the elite so much power that you think that they can take a boy and turn him not just into a girl. I'm like, go look at um, uh, Bruce Jenner okay, or whatever he is now, whatever you call it. And uh, that's what they look like. You know, like they're not taking boys and turning them into the best looking women possible. So it's just a disgrace. It really is. Um, and again, if if you found one, okay, who cares? Like, there's this whole video. It's funny the other day. I said I've never had a video that I disagreed with 100. And there was a video somebody made where they went through all these UFC fighters and said that they're all men, a uh, girl, uh, female UFC fighters. And yet, when you like look for evidence, the evidence is always like, look at her shoulders, look at her hips. It's like, yeah, she fucking works out. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You know, she's not going to look like a supermodel. Supermodel is going to get her ass kicked in the UFC. That's a lot of effort to go through for what? Like what's so that people can find out and talk about it and be like, look what I found. I mean, there's there are some things like Michelle Obama. I would totally right. believe exactly. that, that was a dude. Yeah. I've seen Song through yeah. her dress flopping was, around like an anaconda. Called like, her Michael like a couple times. Obama called her Michael a bunch of times. So you just <laughs> slipped up. Like I've never slipped and called my wife Mike. You know, it just never, yeah. never happened. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, Jim. I mean, yeah. Jen. Yeah. How many times has he done that? You might want to worry if it's been too many. Um, that's no. where the actual research comes in, though. And that's what people don't want to do. Like you were saying, there's a right. People are exactly the same. It doesn't matter what side they're polarized on. You can take the template and apply it on either side. So mm -hmm. that is exactly what the media does. They can get in and say uh, anything about something that they think we would agree with in this community and right. some people are going to get sucked right in and not even pay attention i hate that i see it all the time on instagram yep yeah it's rough and i don't really know what to do about it other than just i'm going to do my do my own thing on my own channel and just uh let everybody else because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go policing people and oh if you're gonna share something you have to put it through this first or i don't believe in any of that i just think people need to think twice before uh repeating those things. i mean there's people uh, Cameron Diaz is a guy and um, you know things like that you're just like, like what difference does it make what, even if it was which it's not it's still like what what difference does it make are we supposed to it's like they want us to stand in awe of the elite like look what they can do everybody we ever believed in is not this you know um, and I'm just not like that so it's 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 tough but again I am a believer that you could say whatever you want so I'm certainly not saying the guy who made that video or somebody who wants to talk about that stuff shouldn't i just don't know if there's really a lot of use to it but it is everywhere now it's like the in thing to do is to call everybody a man if i'm on my channel i see something about jessica alba within two minutes there'll be something in the chat says jessica alba's a man just there's a dude yep and then you're like oh what is the evidence the evidence is they have like some clipped video of her saying i'm a man and that's it and it's like how they show it. it's like oh yeah you're right then i didn't know that um yeah evidence versus proof 
<laughs> it's just, yeah. And then again, you're like, these people went to high school. You can go look up where Jessica Alba went to high school. You can go look up where she went to junior high. And you can imagine that somebody of the class would be like, that was not Jessica Alba. That was Jimmy Alba. Right. I mean, that would come yeah. out. And people that are trans are proud. Usually they're very proud to let people know. They don't hide it. They don't Especially become, now. Yeah, they don't become Cameron Diaz and be like, I'm just going to be this fake woman my whole life and nobody's going to know that I was born a man. It just doesn't really happen. So it doesn't even make logical sense anyway. Um, At least one of them would have come out by now just for the publicity. Can you, I mean, sure. that was all, to me, that's all that the Caitlyn Jenner thing was. It's like, oh no, I'm fading from uh, the yeah. public. I'm a, I'm a lady. No, <laughs> now everybody look at me. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird that that's such a, a a big thing, or why people find it so important. But I do think it's scary because then what you have is you have a bunch of men who already don't act like men anymore, who now are so afraid of women that they won't talk to them, thinking that they might be men, even good-looking women. And I also think it's a it's I bet you if we look at all the guys doing it, they're very unattractive. And I say that because it makes men probably feel better about good-looking women, like ah, I wouldn't want her anyway because she's a man. So it could be another reason that they just call every woman a man. And then this way you didn't get rejected. You rejected her. Right. Sour grapes. Uh, yeah. It was, it was a man anyway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I didn't well, want her. Gotta, as far as all the stupid shit out there, I've just learned, to, especially the last six months, two years, just tune a lot of it out. Actually, I guess it started more like at the end of 2020 with all the Q stuff. I didn't know anything about that up until about the election and all this crazy shit started being blasted everywhere. I was like, this this is very a strange thing that's happening right now because everybody was so divided on it too. And then of course, after the election and the inauguration, they're still, they're doubling down They're to this day are doubling down on it. To this day, and yeah. I don't know what's sadder. Like I kind of feel bad for them. Like if, if they're right, that's fucking amazing. I don't think they are. I think it was a whole huge drawn out psyop, but I mean, it, it's kind of hacked to say everything's a psyop too. But what was that? I'll, I'll give you what I think it is. So just like Jen just said, that they know us really well, right? They know us better than we know ourselves. This is why they want you in a belief system, because when you're in a belief system, you're very predictable. So I think that the Q thing was an attack on Christianity, really, because they knew that they could say they're you know, demonic, they work for Satan, they're uh, raping babies, and all these things get people very... Um, they believe it. And the, the Christians already think it's the end times. So you could basically say anything like that, that there's, you know, the president's not right and he's actually underground and there's going to save these babies. And it just is something that they can latch onto. And um, it always seems to work. That's why I think being in the middle is the best place to be, because then they can't predict what you're thinking, what you're going to do, what you're going to say. But, you know, I went to a Jesuit high school um, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they, well, it's actually what, you know, I, I think it's actually helped me because they taught us both religion and science and it made me disillusioned. I didn't understand why I was like, well, I don't get it. Why would I go from religious studies, learning about creation to learn about biology? And well, it's because the Jesuits want you in a belief system. They don't care which one, they don't care which one you go to. They don't care whether you go hard on religion or whether you go hard into science because both are relief are belief systems to where you actually give away all of your autonomy. Think about any science believer. So somebody who believes in science does not have a belief of their own. They have zero personal beliefs. They only believe what they're told to believe. And if you ask them, well, what do you think about, you know, the, the Higgs boson, they would go look it up and whatever science says, they'll come back and tell you that's what they believe. So that what a worthless existence that would be. 
And then religious people, unfortunately, are a lot the same, not necessarily all of them, but certainly people that um, you know are literalists, Bible literalists, or they don't really have an option to believe anything other than what their their book tells them they have to, which is scary because why would you you know attribute some things in that book to to God if um, if you know men write books, you know? Well, yeah. and the crazy part with that too is that both of those two sects of people, they outwardly will claim that anyone else is absolutely crazy. It's like you're, as you said, they're literalists. Like they believe that every word of the Bible is true. They mm -hmm. believe that if this study was done with this many people, that it must be true. And it's mm -hmm. like, but the Bible books were written by man. And the science studies were done by man. <laughs> like, you can't really trust either one of those as definitive any more than you can trust yourself when you have diarrhea and think, oh, I could fart right now. It's just not <laughs> going to work out. You can't just sit there and wholeheartedly fart that shit. Sometimes you can work out, but sometimes Also not. that. Yeah. I was late on that yeah, one, but, sorry. But yeah, the Christian answer to men wrote the book is that god wrote it through them and every time somebody says that i'm like isn't that called channeling is that okay now is that okay with your book too right or <laughs> they the, well, the, book is, the book itself says that the angel masquerades as an angel of light i'm sorry that the devil masquerades as an angel of light so again whoever was telling them what to write could have been the devil for all we know and i think we've all been inspired by god at some point have you ever been talking and you say something just comes out perfect or you're writing something and it yeah. comes out and you're like, that's like, I feel like I was inspired at that moment, but it doesn't mean it gives me permission to put it in a book, say it's God's word and then pass it out to people. That, that yeah. doesn't, well, for me, I mean, they, they put you in a catch 22 shoebox where they'll sit there and say, every word of the Bible is true, but it's also by divine inspiration written by men. And at the same time, you're not allowed to take away from it or it'll take away from your riches in heaven. And you can't add unto it or it'll add the bad things to blah, blah, blah. Like the whole they put you in this catch 22 of it is only the exact way that we teach it. No more, no less. And the second like we've talked about that whole uh, contradictory hypocrisy so many times where it's like they say that you can't lose your salvation. But if and you'll know uh, a child of God by their by their fruits. So if you're not producing the fruits that they say you should be producing, then you may not be saved, but you also can't lose your salvation. So they put you in this constant state of fear mm -hmm. that you may not be saved, that it's not by works, it's by faith, but you'll also know them by their works because apparently that just automatically happens as soon as you get saved. And it's like, but that doesn't happen overnight. There's not been a person that has gone into a deep meditation or gone on a fucking crazy shroom trip or ayahuasca trip that came back and didn't see the effects of those changes over a, sometimes a very long period of time. Even if it, even if you do consider it a, a, a spiritual, um, what's it called, uh, experience, it's not going to be overnight. You still have habits. And the idea that you can't lose your salvation, but you're going to know them because of what they do yet salvation isn't about what you do it's by faith the whole thing is just you're going to believe exactly what we believe you're going to behave exactly how we tell you to behave and if you don't you're not one of us 
that's that's the end result human. to the whole thing because it creates that same idea right so once you have those people's belief systems then you can really dictate what they do how they feel about things because you know exactly what they think it's you've told them what to think and uh yeah we're thinking because right. i always have christians right. oh well why is it so prosecuted why is it so it's the only thing that they try and get rid of like try to get rid of it's in every hotel drawer go to any bed you know, room in the hotel there's a bible in there so they're giving them out for free and you you think that it's just crazy they think the government's so powerful they're turning these boys into girls but they could never get rid of the bible they just oh we have to have it you know no i mean it seems like it's definitely uh, their design and then you know romans 13 is the one that nobody will ever be able to convince me um is anything but written by the government it tells you that governments are put here by god that you're not to go against them if you go against them you bring damnation on yourself that's not written by God. I'll laugh in anybody's face to tell me that it is. And yet they'll make up some excuse like, oh, well, it was about a different time when the governments were placed there by God. I'm like, and he wasn't smart enough to write that in there so that we would recognize that he's not talking about today. Clearly, the governments are not placed there by God. They're placed there by, um, not, you know, by these groups like well, right now, at least the uh, World Economic Forum. But they're put there and uh, they're puppets and they certainly are not put there by God. And to go against them is what you should do when they are taking away. Uh, human rights or doing anything wrong so it's the opposite of the bible so i spend every day doing the opposite of what the bible says so uh to me it's just crazy and then i'll always ask christians i'm like how many people has god killed they'll be like well he killed everybody at the flood and this i'm like see here's the difference between you you and me i'm called a heretic and i say god killed nobody why because i have no evidence of any time that god's ever killed a soul so i said why would i ever if i'm going to accuse anybody of murder it's going to be anybody on earth before god god's going to be the last one that these guys go around and act like it's a great thing and it's just yep he killed all these people and yeah he killed the firstborn but he did it in justice or what do they call it um when righteous so when god kills he does it for righteous yeah. reasons and they're like well you you're not able to question god because you're just a human and he's above you i'm like no but he would know that i would question that god, god would know that i would have questions about killing the firstborn of all uh, Egyptians because they didn't worship him. I'm like, that's not the way that you get people to worship you. If God came and killed my son, you think I'd be like, all right, now we got to worship him. No, I'd be like, whatever you do, don't you ever worship that well, God ever. Dude, ever. I was just thinking about that one the other day specifically because where else have we heard um, murdering innocent babies? Where else has that come just up about before? to go there? That's exactly where I was going. Like it. It's because you'll you'll hear, the, especially these Old Testament stories, this is another really, really hard point of contention that I've had with my parents over the years, because they'll constantly reference the Judaistic laws written in the Old Testament. But at the same time, they'll sit there and say, but Christ wrote a New Testament in his blood, and it's open to all, everyone, Gentiles, not just Jews. And I go, okay, so let's tack down some things here. Either the Old Testament is out or it's in. So if it's out, then all of the supportive texts that you guys like to create your own little doctrines off of, and that's a whole other thing that they do, um, this idea that piercings and tattoos are bad, because somewhere in fucking Leviticus, it says, you shouldn't pierce yourselves through with many sorrows or make any marks upon your body. And then they immediately jump to the New Testament and say, uh, you are not for you're not your own. You are bought with a price. You're a temple of the Holy Ghost. Right? right. And they always use that as a reason to get away from things that they feel aren't right. But then they'll pound three fucking pots of coffee and a 12 pack of soda and go eat McDonald's. And 
not have anything to say about it because to them, for whatever reason, that's not included in that. And I've, I've, I've had this talk with them so many times where I'm like, it's either out or it's in. And to Joe's point, I have yet in my life to have a solid answer. The answer I always get comes back to this. Why is it okay that God, even taking the Old Testament out and saying it's irrelevant now, according to the New Testament, why would God command his people to enter a foreign land, kill and rape every man, woman, and child? And the answer I always got was, well, that's because that people was so wicked that God didn't want them to procreate anymore. And it's like, so you're telling me that by inherently babies were so evil just because they were made up of the DNA of their parents that they needed to be slaughtered instead of saved and possibly given a new life where they won't be evil people. The answer I always follow that always followed that up with, well, we do, we don't have all the answers. We just have right. to trust God. And <laughs> I'm like, that answer. Have a, how about this? How about you go fuck yourself? And then you can also get me an answer and then we'll talk. That, that would be better. Or just why would you ever worship that? I mean, that's what I really think the point of life is, is to um, basically we're being tested in every different way. And one of those tests is, do you end up worshiping some character that doesn't have any worshipable traits? And the character of the True. Old Testament does not. Does the character of the New Testament? Sure. But it's not the same character. They try and tell me it's the same person. Oh, no, Jesus did do the creation. Jesus is the one who flooded the world. It's like, that's not the same person. The one who says, love your enemies and turn the other cheek is not the same one who killed the firstborn of all the Egyptians. <laughs> it's a completely different character. Um, but they want to tell you it's the same one for, and the reason they have to say that is because, you know, he said, before Abraham, I am. So then they have to say, oh, he was. It's just a big hodgepodge uh, mix up. And again, do I believe the first two commandments of Jesus, you know, love God, love your neighbor? Absolutely. Do I think that, um, you know, some of the things he said were, were great and could he have possibly been real? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think that that's definitely possible. But he said some things like no man has seen God's face or heard his voice. So who the hell was he talking about? Because had he read, read the Old Testament? God went face to face with Moses like they were friends. He spoke to the, you know, to Moses, to Adam and Eve, to many people heard his voice, to Abraham. So it's it's just... um it's weird. Yeah, he was wandering around the garden looking for him. Like, yeah. where are you guys? Yeah, I gotta get. And then he went and got some skins. They said he got some animal skins. So where did he get animal skins? He went out there and killed some cows, and made some <laughs> leather. I mean, it's just the whole thing is just kind of um, very, very questionable. And I, the one I hate is the one that we're all born in sin. Right? We're all sinners. We're all born in sin. Um, that's weird to me because um, you know, I don't feel like yeah, you know, we get here and we might. But they, I said, why are we born in sin? Go, oh, because Adam and Eve's first sin. So I said, I thought you said that there was no sin in the world uh, back before Adam and Eve sinned. They said, no, there wasn't. I said, okay, how would they have known what deception was? If you are, it'd be the equivalent, I tell a story like, let's, let's say I got two sons, one's five and one's 15. And the 15-year-old, let's say he's a terrible kid. He's mean, he uh, goes and spray paints people's houses and throws rocks at them. So he's a bad kid. And uh, the five-year-old's in the kitchen, and let's say I tell him, hey, whatever you do, don't touch the stove. I got to go to the bathroom. If you touch the stove, it's hot. Don't touch it. So I leave and go to the bathroom. If the 15-year-old uh, comes in and says, you know, what are you doing? Oh, I'm watching the stove. He says, why don't you touch it? And the kid says, no, I'm not going to touch that. And he says, no, touch that stove. It'll make you an adult. You'll turn into an immediate adult if you touch it. And he'll say, well, I, but dad told me not to touch it. 
touch it, you'll see it'll turn into adult. If the kid touches the stove and burns himself, there you know, there's two people to blame there. Me for leaving him there with my 15-year-old shithead son or the shithead son. The one person you don't blame is the child who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, in Christianity, the one person who got blamed is the, the ones who didn't know what they were doing, the ones who didn't know what deception was. It's the equivalent of the same thing. The devil came by and said, hey, no, if you eat from that tree, you'll live forever and you won't die. So to them who had never sinned, who didn't know sin, they wouldn't have known deception even existed. They would have thought he was being told the truth. And yet we're told the story that now every human that's ever been born since then is paying the price of these terrible sinners at the beginning who wouldn't have known. It's like my son touching well, the stove. <clears throat> really quick, too, just with that story. Just think about the psychology behind that in the idea, I mean, as humans, that this is a omnipotent, om omniscient God who right. created everything. And this is all now going on. <clears throat> So he made a world without sin. Okay. Why have the tree? <laughs> Period. Like, if they're not supposed to fucking eat it, why put it right in front of them? That's like, again, a five-year-old putting a donut out on a table, and not a, a hot stove that's going to hurt them, but a donut right. out on the table and being like, hey, I know you're fucking hungry, um, and you can eat all this fruit all the way around it. You can't have the donut. Let's say right. the five-year-old has no idea what that donut tastes like, but it looks good, and he's going to sit there and go, now, hold on a second. Out of all this awesome shit that I do love, how come I'm not allowed to have that? It's like, right. well, they weren't in that train of thought. They had never sinned. Their eyes hadn't been opened. It's like, then why put the fucking donut there? And more importantly, why put the one guy <laughs> that you nice. don't like right next to the five-year-old Right. <laughs> that's next to the donut that you shouldn't have put there. It's it like, been good. It what been kind of sick fucking sense of humor did that guy have? He's like, hey, watch this. Watch, watch. I'm going to put the donut there. Yeah, yeah, it's check, this cool. yeah. check this out. I, I just was working on this project for the last seven days and uh, my prime, <laughs> prime invention right here, I'm going to totally fuck with it. And then when and then, it does the thing I know it's going to do, I'm going to fuck up the world for a they say that wasn't his gonna, intent either. It's like if it wasn't his intent, then, then just erase everything. So the girl eats the, the apple, and you go, oh shit, they shouldn't, they're not supposed to do that. Start over. Okay, you just yeah, like a fucking etch a sketch. Like, yeah. oh, look at this. I spent seven days making this masterpiece. Not, uh -oh. oh, I fucked it up right at the end. Shh. All right, let's try. Years it, you know, a hundred billion humans are all going to be uh, in pain and suffering and cancer and birth pangs, and because this, yeah, yeah, it's um, it's all because they didn't listen to the first thing they were told. Because the big, right. high and mighty power, the main character of the Old Testament, as you said, he said the thing you're supposed to do. They didn't listen. Someone else came along and was like, "Hey, check it out." And he could have been right or wrong. It doesn't matter. Their character is in a story, but because they didn't listen, they were shamed. And they had pain and suffering. And that's the whole message with Christianity, or at least in church. And then it kind of bleeds out into the world. If you don't listen to what people are telling you, you're wrong. Like, I can't even tell you how many times my parents said, because I told you so. Or, you know, and we weren't allowed to question. And that's kind they of got the message that, that we all get. <laughs> that's yeah, exactly what exactly. they got it. Yeah. Right. So that's the message we all get. And then when we look into something else, we get slapped on the wrist or, you know, kicked off YouTube or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, they tell you that anything coming from outside the Bible is from Satan. So that's a good start because you've already told people that. Um, 
so again, so somebody comes outside and says, well, did you ever question this? Or so even what we're talking about here, if somebody's a Christian and they're listening to us, they're thinking we are from Satan. We have to be because it's coming from outside the Bible. We're trying to go against it. And uh, th that's just crazy to me. I just want um, to be able to, well, and I think every God that ever has been worshiped is the same God. I mean, Sheba is Jehovah. Is, detail, yeah. yeah, Allah. They're just different cultures. It's the river god, the, the rain god of the uh, Native Americans is the same god. It's just people. Well, have and that actually can be this. substantiated because almost all of those main religions also all have some part of their story where a global flood happened. Mm -hmm. All virtually around the same time frame, give or take, a, you know, a thousand years. But I think there's a, a total of like 26 or 27 main religions, and they all have a story about a global flood that killed everybody and had to start over. Like, which might may, might match up with some of the Atlanta stuff, um, Lemuria stuff. I mean, some of that stuff is pretty compelling. I don't think it's a lot. I don't think it's all made up. Um, you know, but how how does that work? What happened? That because all that could be combined as one thing. I mean, the mud floods, all that stuff is basically telling the story of some giant cataclysm of some type that kind of uh, buried everything. I mean, because I mean, you figure, let's say a there's a, I don't know how to explain. Let's say you turn the Earth, and I'm talking about a flat Earth model now because I don't refer to the spinning ball anymore. But if you think of the flat Earth, if you just kind of spun it half turn, let's just say real quick, think of all the water that would uh, kick up. You would have just water wipe everything out. I mean, every building would be buried under mud and you're talking about not just a couple hundred feet you're talking about a, a ton and you would have these ca chasms in the in the ground below you right you would have caverns you would have tunnels you would have caves which we seem to have a lot of um i think there's so much going on underneath us that we don't know um oh yeah but yeah so i mean for me that's basically one of the hard things because a lot of people that listen to me are are christian because um you know, being a flat earther and talking about that a lot, there's a lot of people who just latched onto that being Christian and it matching their Bible that they just say, oh, this must be true, which I agree. If you're a Christian, I would, I find it hard to believe you would ever believe in a spinning ball because that doesn't match anything out of that book. But I just chalk it up to, well, they wrote back when people thought the earth was flat. So they say things in the Bible that match that worldview, like it's on its foundation, yeah. it can't be moved. Um, but you certainly have to be if you're a christian and you believe in the ball that's kind of weird yeah i did want to caveat that whole last i don't know half hour of i know we have christians that listen to our show too and we're not totally ripping on it you just gotta you gotta admit that some of this has to be questioned right unless you're of the opinion that you should never question anything then we can't have a conversation but hey, that's I'll all to admit, I, I grew up christian and i think i'm a good person because of it so i'm certainly not anti-christianity or anti um even you know, deciding how to raise my son, I mean, obviously it's going to be more of a little, it's not going to be, oh, you have to pray to Jesus and these kinds of, because I don't really believe that. But I do think telling, you know, each person is a part of the creator and kind of that Christian mindset is, is okay to have. I mean, it's, it's the, um, it's in the right direction at least, but you just go back in history and look at all that's been done under that name. And there's, there's a problem, you know, there's a problem. We've got the Pope, they're sitting on the, you know, the most, valuable art collection of all time and then telling us to donate to the poor like what are you yeah. talking about why are you sitting on all that art why don't you sell some um so again is this just hypocrisy and um you know i just feel like we should be able to choose who we pay worship to and um 
you know, so me personally, I think God's inside each of us. I think that uh, the best way I can describe God is probably that devil and that angel that you used to see on cartoons, one sitting on each shoulder. And that's basically how life is, right? We have a choice often to do the right thing or do the wrong thing. When, when you're at a store and you're looking at an item, you're like, I could totally steal that. Well, the reason you don't is because the morals that have been placed in you, even if you know you could get away with it and there's nobody who would see you, you still don't because um, you know that you're going to be thinking about it later and you're going to be thinking that you did wrong. So I think that the pains that we feel inside of us are God. And so people always time say, oh, well, the devil's doing this or Satan's doing this. And I don't believe that there's any such character, but inside you is the devil. <laughs> inside you is, yeah. is the adversary, right? It's the one telling you to do the bad things. And if you kill one person, I'm sure you feel like shit. And if you kill two, you probably don't feel as bad. And if you kill three, you might not care anymore. And that, you might like the fourth, fifth, and sixth one. So that's and then just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, no, but I'm certainly not ripping on any... Uh, my mom was a you know, believer in, in Christianity her whole life. But she always, she always told me Jesus would come back in her lifetime. So did my grandparents. So then when I calculated back 2,000 years and figured out that it's about 60 generations... That means that 60 of my ancestors, 60 of my grandparents backwards believed the same thing, probably. And they always believed it was the end times. And they always believed that, um, you know, uh, there'd be wars and rumors because there's always going to be wars and rumors of wars. That's never yeah. not going to be happened. So uh, but I hear people all the time say as soon as Putin started talking war and this now, I saw people posting there'll be w- rumors of wars. And, and this means the end is here. And. Uh, these things must happen before Jesus comes back. I'm like, guys, we cannot keep falling for this trick. Like, why not fight against him? And then if Jesus comes back, we're like, Jesus, bro, what's up? We've been waiting for you. No, I do. Yeah. I like what you said about how growing up Christian. Yeah, it's definitely, I don't have a problem with them at all. They're very great people. The problem I have is uh, the reason that they're good people is because of a fear of ultimate damnation. That's not, uh, where else have we heard fear-based and trauma-based mind control before remember we talked about that a lot like that's the only reason is because they know right. it's not because they love god so much maybe some of them do but the only reason they chose god is because he said i'm gonna fuck you up forever if you right. don't so, and that's the worst look, right? I mean, that's like a girl that stays with her husband because he tells her if she leaves he's gonna beat her she doesn't love him she's deathly afraid of him and you know what if she does love him it's called stockholm syndrome it means that eventually she's fallen in love with her captor which is what we have going on really in Christianity, because it's not a worship worthy character. First of all, that is the least just punishment in the history of all times ever could be where you have a hundred years of life on the earth. And if you're bad, you get an eternity of damnation. That's not just, <laughs> that's not, yeah. that's it's the worst. What if we did that? Like you stole that it's apple it. life in jail. Be like, no, nobody would stand for that. That's not okay. They made a mistake. All right. You know, give them a, a little slap on the wrist, but no God, if you, if you just don't proclaim his son, then, eternity and hellfire and and screaming and gnashing of tongues and stuff so to me it's just not a worship worthy character and so at that i think people who make that decision because it takes takes balls to say nope i'm not going to worship the character even if he tells me by not worshiping him i'm going to hell forever um but i think that that's step one to really um owning your own beliefs and owning your own technically god because people tell me oh you just want to be god i'm like no i didn't say that like you said but god's inside you i'm like yeah god's inside me he's inside you but i'm not inside you you know so no i'm not trying yeah. to be god <laughs> yeah depends on who i'm talking to <laughs> right um depends on how legit my bad is but you have yeah. to uh, <laughs> you have to uh you have to make those decisions yourself and i think that to be told believe in that guy believe in god he's just he's righteous and not 
be able to see evidence of that to me makes no sense. You'd expect yep. to see, and again, I think it has a lot to do with, you can tell the things that God does in the Bible are things humans do. They're not things gods do, right? So like if a God needs to flood the world, wouldn't he just snap his fingers and everybody disappears and then it would just go on with it? Why would you bring water down to flood them unless you're a demonic entity? That's that's what humans, we we drown people because we can't snap our fingers and make them disappear. If we could, we would. You know, somebody don't like, eh, gone, later. We wouldn't go and drown them, and we're pretty terrible people for the most part. But God, he has the opportunity to snap his fingers and chooses not to, chooses instead to flood them with water. I mean, old ladies and old men and babies were drowned, which is like the worst way to die. And yeah. they, their excuses are so, well, so evil, dude. They're they so had evil. to be. They were so evil, right? Well, and, and then again, the ones he saves is one very, very close family to repopulate the whole earth. I've never heard anybody explain why God would tell them to fuck their sisters and mothers <laughs> to repopulate the earth. There's never been a straight answer on that. Literally, never a straight answer. So, I, there's something, but you know, you, you, they don't have all the questions, and you got to take it on faith, and that's where the conversation stops. And I peace out. So, and I get it. Yep, and I get it. And I just say, be a good person. What's wrong with that? But they won't ever say that to you. They won't come to you and say, yeah, just be a good person. It's, well, you better find Christ or you're burning in hell. So it's like, okay, well, yeah. the next thing we want to talk about. <laughs> and then they'll call you a heretic for saying things like you said about, you know, God being inside all of us. That's, oh, that's heresy. Oh, that. my God. Yeah, even though, you know, it's like, um, I, I believe God sees the world through each of our eyes, which is funny. The Bible even says through the image, we're all made in the image of God. Now, people take that to mean like crackle, the right? form. You know, but um, again, in these words have all been translated. They're not the originals. These have been rewritten and rewritten. And they're scribes who used to have to write by hand. So, you know, if the king comes behind him and says, write this, 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 and this, or else you're going to die. Guess what? That guy wrote what he was told to. So it's that easy. And there's no way God would ever, rec uh, would ever expect us or demand that we believe words on paper written by men. Now, maybe if there was a golden book at the North Pole. It was open that anybody touched and they got shocked and it was this, uh, you could read it in whatever language you spoke. The book spoke that language. Okay, now I can see us saying this, that the book looks pretty divine. Um, but their excuse always for the divinity of it is that it makes predictions in the Old Testament that come true in the New Testament. It's like, yeah, well, if Stephen King writes a book and things that he predicts in chapter two come true in chapter eight, that's not a sign that it's divine. That's a sign that whoever wrote chapter eight had read chapter two. That's all. <laughs> and that's kind of the way it works. Well, it, that's going back to what Ben said earlier about how uh, the Bible says itself, if you add or take away from this, that's just as bad as the worst sin or whatever, however the verse goes. Right. That pretty much sounds like something a government would do, first of all. And second, who compiled the Bible that included that verse? A king, right? a man, as far as we know, a human. And it says in that Bible, the authorized King James Version. Why would it say fucking authorized because he was like these are the ones i want together leave all the other ones out book of enoch don't know don't let him read that one so that's what yeah that's why the gnostics the gnostics get called the heretics is because they think everything was basically flipped from the way that we're told in the bible which a lot of it makes sense have you ever talked to miguel connor about this shit no who's that miguel connor uh, he's got a show called aeon bite if you're interested in gnosticism go, go check it out sometime he's very uh intelligent and quite quite a scholar yeah, I'll uh, definitely check it out. But um, yeah, the, the proofs I get are always, you know, go look at Ron Wyatt. He discovered the Ark, and then you even talk to Christians and say, no, that's not really true. Or look at the uh, 
the little fragments. What are they called? Um, the little scrolls, the little fr- old scrolls, Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, oh yeah. You know, oh, those match the original. I'm like, okay, even if they match, it doesn't mean God wrote it. Just because you found old fragments that match the new book or whatever. Um, and again, it's all said in the book itself. It, the book itself is its proof, which well, is, we can never consider that true, right? I, I got to pick this bone because as soon as people start bringing up versions and translations, that's when I kind of fly off my nut. Um, <clears throat> the fact that Dead Sea Scrolls, the Textus Receptus, all of that shit was translated into basically old Aramaic, I believe. And then from there, because uh, it was in Hebrew and Greek, and then it got mm-hmm. uh, translated. And then from there, it got translated into a couple other languages prior to English. Um, I believe the English one was actually translated off of uh, Martin Luther's translation into German. Um and then the English version has seven translations. Well, wouldn't you fucking know it? The, the prized possession of the English Bible, the 1611 King James Version, says in it, the word of God has been tried by fire, tried seven times. Well, wouldn't you know that that was the seventh hmm. translation? It's the, the whole thing is, you're telling me after 12 translations through multiple languages, including English, because the first version of English was in such old English, you can't read it today as a language unless you fucking know it and studied it. You're telling me that in 12 different translations, the one that is your prized possession maybe doesn't have a couple errors in it. I find that very hard to believe. Then they'll say, oh, God kept all the message in there. God kept it the way oh, that he wanted. That's it. You're right. Yep. Yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get Conversation it. over. Right. <laughs> There's so many fail safes in the Bible. It's great. Oh, it's uh, uh-huh. it's pretty airtight for the most part, except for the whole fucking your mom and your sister thing. Still haven't heard a good answer to that. Yeah, but your parents are so down with that. They're so. <laughs> they're brothers and they were raised very religiously and they're so on board with the bible but i don't think they would be okay if you fucked your sister no but they, if you were like but it would be really them. funny i'm not saying no they should, would like, say that we're going to hell here. but if you showed the exact bible phrase <laughs> where they're like no it's okay it's okay this dude did it right here well that's cool. the thing it was more uh it, it was it was it wasn't explicitly said that God said, fuck your sister and your mom. There was just a very close family that got off the ark and he said, go be fruitful and multiply to the people that were on the ark. There yeah. was nobody left but those people. So he was basically uh, implicitly telling them, go fuck each other. Which sounds oh, like something. There, he demanded animal sacrifice. I mean, this is the, what you would never teach people that way. You know, oh, oh, you did bad. Go kill that animal. You've done so wrong by me. But what if I did that to my son? People would put me in jail. What if, I mean, I've asked you. And then there's Abraham and Isaac. Right. I've said before, if God came to you in your dream tonight and told you to go kill your son, you would? Yep, I would. It's like, oh, wow. Then you deserve to be put away. I mean, that's not okay. Yeah, that sounds more like the actions of somebody who deserves to be in hell. Uh, There there is one um, thing with, I I know that you mentioned, uh, you know, one family, you know, be fruitful and multiply. Uh, when Adam and Eve got out of the uh, garden and they had Cain and Abel, uh, they told Cain, 
which at this point, neither one of them were married. As If I'm not mistaken, at that part in the story, and now I'm doubting myself and I might be wrong. Long story short, neither one of them were married it's at that point. I don't know more. if they had brothers. I don't know if they had sisters. I'm not high, though. And when he sent the one away? You mean? What's that? When he sent Cain away, you mean? Correct. There was not. They, they didn't have even sisters yet. That's what I was thinking. Okay, it was just the yeah. two. But wouldn't you yep. know it? He went and founded a city. And, and then a land. And found a wife. He says and, he went right. And found that's a yeah. Exactly. Boom. So he founded the land of Canaan mm-hmm. and the Canaanite people, which later got wiped out uh, by basically the ancestors of his brother. And I'm all, hold on a second. So there, there's this whole theory that the Bible revolves around the first people he made when it wasn't the only people he made. And I actually think that that is probably more or less spot on, if you can believe any of it. He went, this is my, uh, this is my uh, hypothesis group. Um, we're going to see how they do in an enclosed <laughs> cage. Uh, oh, shit, they failed. They ate the donut. So let's kick them out. And I'm just going to put a whole bunch of people around like this. Oh, he f- fucking killed his brother. God damn it. You didn't you didn't give me a blood sacrifice, you piece of shit. I mean, me go over there. You only gave me lettuce. And find somebody else to fuck. Like, <laughs> ah. well, the the blood sacrificing is interesting because I heard that. I mean, Christians today will say that only applied to the Jews in the Old Testament, of course. But that I was like, it's still the same God, though, right? That's that, that same one that. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be happy if we did that today, the Jesus God. And they're like, yeah, well, they sin needed a blood sacrifice. And so until Jesus came, they needed a blood sacrifice. I'm like, that is fucking sadistic. God can do anything. How about if somebody sins, he just didn't do that and didn't require that. He can <laughs> he can make the rules. Like, Yeah, he can make the rule. They make it seem like he has to play by some rule. Oh, no, the, the sin of uh, the, uh, what do they call it? The... The sin of death is no. The, the sin of death is blood. The the payment for death is blood, or the payment for sin is blood. Something, whatever they say, it's like yeah. But he makes the rules, so it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to. Be. And I yeah. always tell people too, they act like Jesus. He's literally is this, anything except that, right? And they act like Jesus is this huge sacrifice. And I keep saying, but what is the sacrifice? It's when you give up something shitty, uh, or something good. I mean, for something shitty, right? You have to make a. It's like a concession or something. But Jesus gave up a shitty life on earth to be God. So that's not, that's the opposite of a sacrifice. In fact, I don't know of any human that lives on earth that if they were come to and said, hey, will you take one day of beatings and you get to become God? They would all say yes. So it's not that impressive. It's not, I don't understand what's so impressive about it. And if he was God. Yeah, I would definitely go through three days of crucifixion to uh, just know that I was going to come back be better and fucking fly up to (laughs) this magical blarney stone of a place uh where none of that ever happens anymore and the idea that he's everywhere like oh he created time and space it's like okay so you're telling me that if i shit on this desk right now he couldn't essentially go back in time take the shit away shove it back up i would never know the difference and nobody else would either so if you go and kill someone and God's like, oh, I can't do that. Boop, all of a sudden, it's all back. You don't even know that you did that. You killed him. And then it reversed. It just wouldn't have happened all in an instant. So if there is that kind of power or to your uh, your point, the whole idea of him coming down, it's not really a sacrifice. It's like, then why did he? And of course, the Christians always go, well, that's just how much he loved us. 
And it's like, but that's <laughs> not that much then. That's a scary doctrine too to teach people because you've taught people now that they can apologize at any time, which I do believe. I do think you can never go too far away to kind of earn your you know stripes back. But what you've taught people is that we're all born of sin, right? We're all born in sin. We're all sinners. We all have negative thoughts. We're all garbage in God's eyes. And then we can be forgiven simply by asking for forgiveness. Well, the problem with that is when I start hearing about these priests diddling with kids and things like that, you start thinking to yourself, well, wait a second. They're part of a religion that tells them that they are evil and wicked and that they were born in sin and that they have evil thoughts. And that, yeah, we're all evil anyway. And all you have to do is ask for forgiveness and you're forgiven. So doesn't that lead those people to think what they're doing is not the end of the world, right? Because they're like, well, yeah, but I have evil thoughts. I am born evil. I'm born wicked. And if I do this, because I kind of, I, I slip a little bit, well, I just need to pray to Jesus and be really, and they might really believe that. I'm not saying that it's like, oh, they're pretending that, they, no, they might really believe. 100%, you. 100%, yeah. So that's always uh, weird to me too, but it's just so prevalent everywhere that um, it's hard and people take it as a direct attack on them. Um, and again, it's just like, well, look into it because like you said i mean in that first story of cain and abel abel brings him an animal dead fat animal blood and then cain brings him uh the first fruits of the of the harvest so why is it and it doesn't say a reason it says god was happy with abel and not with cain so again if god wrote it wouldn't he tell us what cain did wrong otherwise we're looking at it saying wait so we're not you don't want fruits and vegetables you want dead animals dead animal yeah And, you know, God even says, in I think somewhere in the Bible, oh, the, the, I love the sweet smell of this, of the burning, burning flesh. Animal. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> have you ever smelled that? It is putrid. It's disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. So it leads me to think that um, I do think that the elite uh, wrote it. And I think that it's used as a tool. And then people love to point out all the 666 symbolism and things like that. I think it's all done on purpose. I think uh, CERN having a 666 logo is done on purpose because it re- it, I want to say reinvigorates, it, it reconfirms their the people's beliefs already, right? So if you already believe in Christianity and you believe in God and you believe in Jesus and Satan, and then you see that Monster Energy Drink is a 666 in Hebrew and it says, you know, unleash the beast on the back, it doesn't make you think anything other than, oh, Christianity is definitely real. These guys hate it. They worship Satan. And I need to be over here. And um, then the book says, let evil be evil, let wicked be wicked. I don't think God would say that. That's not a good way to have the earth be run well. <laughs> but that guy's being evil, wicked. I nah, let him go. No, you they should end like that. You stop both sides against each other. The divide and conquer thing we talk uh, about all the time. It's was that, to tell you the truth. The first time that I heard that about the monster energy drink, I was like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get one. They, I'm going to go, gonna go drink. I mean, Google's a 666. OBS is a 666 um, logo. They're all. It's encoded pretty much everywhere. Everything's and then a the fucking other- number. Like, all right, right. we're done. Like, shit. There's only so many numbers. <laughs> like, there's only one through nine and a zero. They love to say they can predict sports. Like, oh, they know this. Like, dude, there's only everybody's wearing a jersey. Everybody's got a batting average. Everybody's got an ERA. They've all got a win-loss record. How many home wins does this coach have? I mean, you could turn that into anything. And they always draw the numbers together after the event. It's like, why don't you do it before yeah. the event and tell us what's going to happen, not after the event. Anybody can do that. I said the same thing not that long ago. I'm like, if this could help us with future events, that right. would be great. Doing it uh, retroactively is kind of cheating. Were you talking about numerology? Yeah. Because we talk about, we kind of, uh, I, I, again. It's tough, though, because the 33s, the there are some things that do happen, for sure. Or 
still are for sure. But if you take every single thing and try to make something so important every single time, it's literally a distraction to the point of your life. There's something bigger that we all should be doing. And it's not diving deep into how everyone's a shill or numbers mean everything. And the Bible is definitely real. It's We're all giving credit to these guys. We give them way too much credit. We give, at least not me, but I mean, other people that they encode 33 and everything and they encode all this stuff and they, they're fixing sports. I'm like, why would they need to fix sports? Sports does a good job at what they want it to do. Distract builds that kind of tribal mentality. It does all that on its own. You don't need to fix the sports. Sporting events are exciting simply because you have two great teams or two groups of athletes going against each other. So it's, Sometimes you're going to have close games. Sometimes you're going to have a blown play at the end. Sometimes you're going to have a touchdown at the last second to go. That's exciting in and of itself. You don't need to script that. You don't need to script sports. But they think, somebody told me the other day that they have magnets in the basketball, and sometimes they turn on the ba- the magnet ring. Or the oh, magnet my God. Ring. Yeah, they're serious. And they're, they're evidence of that was like showing me a Steph Curry three-pointer from like 10 feet behind the line. And I'm like, so you think that there's magnets in that ball and that you could throw it up there and it will – it'll like suck it towards the rim like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) that would be a pretty hilarious uh tiktok to make though but yeah i i don't think uh sports need to be fixed either i think once in a while there's people high you know not high up elite people i just mean people in the league or coaches there's got to be some money laundering or some fixing going on on, sure but not like uh, scripted not like okay, it's going to come down to the final play in the fourth quarter and this guy's going to run this way and we're going to let him score. That People think that that actually is true. But no. Like choreographed. It's because of movies? Yeah. Because movies do that all the time. They do, they pre-program us with like, right. okay, we're going to set you up in the third quarter, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No. Yeah. But some game, like the Super Bowl this year, I didn't watch any of it, but wasn't it like a terrible game? I mean, it was like a blowout or something. or I don't remember what it was. But yeah, <laughs> neither did I. So, but whatever it is, it's like, well, then why would those exist? And they're like, so that you can say that. Like, oh boy. So now they're even scripting shitty games. So, <laughs> but I mean, come on. Does NBA tell their referees, hey, we'd like to see this go seven games for the finals? I think so, easily. Absolutely. If the referees right. can, you know, favor one team or another just so they can get more games, that's follow the money. They get more money. The more people show up, the more games there are, the more TV rights. So that's different than saying it's scripted. But I played sports. And I know people who played professional sports and there's no way they show up at a baseball game. Like, all right, you're going to strike out in the first inning, hit a ground ball in the second. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just not going to happen. Uh, but there's yeah. people who believe that there's people who believe um, every wrestler in, in WWE, that's a girl is a man. Uh, I mean, it's just, oh, of course. yeah, but all I can yeah. do is say, let them, I, I, I don't want to tell people what they can or can't believe. So whatever they want to believe, but uh, just don't try and force it on me. Yeah, have at it. Whatever you want to believe. I don't care. Yeah, don't force it on me. Don't do anything physically to somebody else because of what you believe, first of right. all. Uh, that seems to be a big problem we in religion. We should write our own Ten Commandments, guys. I know. Like well, it. dude, we're uh, we're at the hour mark, and Ben has to go night-night. He gets up really early in the morning. Is he already but sleeping? I, oh, <laughs> he's okay. about to. But it was awesome having you on. Wait, so you guys are brothers? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. All right. Yeah, and, and Jen's my wife. We're not all just friends. I mean, no, we're all I, don't, I, I don't know. No, I'm his Tell, sister. We the voices and, the Bible and, says and faithful so, expressions. And him too? So a three-way thing going on here? Okay. Oh, why not? God said to. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> one more time, tell sure. the, our listeners where we can find you, and uh, we'll get you out of here. Yeah, just uh, if you want to find all the links, linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Jaronism, or on YouTube, Jaronism, or on Rockman. Jaronism, J-E-R-A-N-I-S-M. And yeah, I'm all over the place talking about uh, – anything you could possibly imagine. 
And uh, it's always different than what you believe, but that's kind of the point. Should be that way. Well, yeah. It's well, it my opinion. It's not your opinion. If if we all had the same opinion, what what kind of shitty life that would be like? Be what do you want for dinner? And everybody just says the exact same thing. There'd be a restaurant with one meal, and then we all eat that. And it would be shitty. That's no, I'd like I. people with different opinions. Vegetable oh yeah, lasagna, right, dude. <laughs> I said just lasagna. Oh okay. Was, I was thinking yeah, but... vegetable lasagna. I'm like that sounds terrible. No, that does sound <laughs> fucking gross. <though. laughs> it does. Give me some meat in my lasagna, please. Right? Yes, beef. Dude, thanks so much. We'll uh, be catching up with you soon, I'm sure, and we'll we'll see you around the rock fins. And thanks to everybody in the live chat. And uh, I'll put your links in the show notes on the audio. Thanks, and it's good to know what legit bat is. Very happy to know. I feel our bats are not always legit. About half the time, Ah, and about. Okay. All right, right, buddy. Have a good night. Later, guys. Happy 420. Hell yeah. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion? Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.